0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unwiring Minds. This is Raquel Pazbergia, your host, and today we have Celinda Wilson with us. She is a life solutionist, and she uses different tools to support that. She uses clarity coaching, life coaching, among other tools. So she's here today to talk to us about what is mindset and her perspective on what mindset is, and as well as some advice that we can use, some tips and tools that we can use in our everyday life to sort of help ourselves in different aspects. So I'll let you get right to it. Great. So, yeah, so talking about
1: the mindset, talking about the mind, it's I always think of a salt and pepper shaker, right? You have two parts that I'm going to explain. You've got your conscious mind, which is responsible for your rational thinking. It is the problem solver. And it's really great that we have this built-in problem-solving mechanism, right? It translates everything that we're, you know, experiencing, and it also retrieves memories and in nature. Um, Then you have your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is really awesome as well. It houses our emotions, our feelings, it's our rational thinking, um, and it stores our memories. It's really responsible for recording our life experiences, okay? So this is a lot of um, this area. The subconscious mind is an area where our habits are, and maybe childhood traumas and other things may be stored there. Um, And so problem is, if we're not aware of what's in the subconscious mind, um, because if I didn't mention the automation, it automates, it automates everything that we do, right? So if you're not aware of what's going on, then it could have some self-limiting effect, right? It can prevent you from, you know, it can create missed opportunities, um, or have you having feelings of regret and and remorse and things like that, right? So the thing that you want to do is to be able to bring your conscious mind, your conscious thinking, to your subconscious, right? Because it's the problem solver. How do you do this? You do this through introspection. Introspection is simply just looking at your emotions, looking at your uh, your uh, mental thoughts right thinking of your thoughts and and assessing what things need to be changed right and so uh through introspection it's really it's really helpful it's really helpful um so uh some things that you can try one thing i'd say sometimes people have difficulty with self awareness right so self awareness you can do a quick exercise by just recognizing when your eyes are blinking for example paying attention to your eyes blinking that's awareness and knowing that you have control over your awareness. So you can do things like that um, or even sitting in a room, closing your eyes and just listening to everything that you that's in your environment, but not assigning meaning to it. Right. So that's awareness. Um, another thing that I would say in terms of tools are um So we said introspection. We're going to say reflection as well. So many of us go throughout our busy work lives and we communicate with other people. Maybe you've had, um, you know, a miscommunication or something like that, but being able to go, you know, come back home and think about what happened throughout that day so that you can consider maybe there's something you might change about the way that you handled your portion of whatever went on. So Self-reflection is really important. Introspection is really important. Um, And you can also use a journal. If you like to to write things out, that's a great way to use your conscious mind to then observe everything that you've written out about your your thoughts and your emotions, right? Um, Also, there are other tools like looking at your core values because those change throughout the years. You wanna make sure that that's, what you're doing aligns with what you feel your core values are um, or also, uh, what's the other thing I was going to say? Um, I was going to say, oh yeah. And then the strength and weaknesses, because those also change as well. And then, um, the only caveat, like if you have a habit, let's say you have a habit of swearing or something like that, you want to get rid of that habit. It's not just good enough to, um, say, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. And then it, it stops. Right. Maybe for a day or two, maybe for a day or two works that well. Yeah. Right. But your subconscious is really a little stubborn mm-hmm. and it might work its way back in there really seriously. Right. Um, So it's important that when you um try to rid of a habit and you, you want to get down to the root problem, because if you don't, the chances of it going away completely, or, you know, minimizing it, it doesn't last for very long. It's like when people are on a diet, you know, they might yo-yo diet because they haven't really got to the root problem, the root, you know, so it's important to do that. And you do that through those tools that I gave. Um, and some tips I would say, you know, a lot of people look at themselves and want to bash themselves for what they've done. But no, you don't want to do that when you're doing introspection or reflection. You're doing it as a curious learner, a curious detective. Hmm, why do I say this? Why do I behave this way? Right. You want to be curious about it. And you also want to know that you're going to create a solution to to fix it. Um, And a lot of that is incorporating positive things into your life. So it could be affirmations, it could be positive people, things like that. Um, And the last thing I would say is, um, yeah, it's a a process. It just really is a process. So not to expect it to change overnight. Right.
0: And something I was (laughs) going to ask is, does this really help? Can it help anyone with any sort of smaller, bigger habits in, in general, can everybody start looking into themselves and applying these, or is it for more specific, specific problems, issues, whatever you want to call them?
1: It's for any and every situation problem that you have. Um, I, I've like, for example, childhood trauma is a major thing that people have experienced, right? And I've gone back and, you know, it's just introspecting how did I feel at that time why did I feel this way Um, so asking yourself an important questions and it doesn't matter what it is you can really just get down to the nitty-gritty of it so consider yourself a reporter or something like that you know just yeah (laughs) that's what I would say so anybody
0: yeah so we're sort of being like detectives and investigating our own cases that are regarding like whether it's recent things that have happened to us or something that maybe have happened years ago but it's still impacting (laughs) Lives now because I think that that's also something that is important to consider, like the fact that yeah. the things that happened to us when we were young children really does have an impact in who we are now because it we all carry oh, it yeah. in our backpack of experiences. And so, oh, yes. how would you say for someone that may be looking into something that's a little bit further down their past, how would you advise mm-hmm. them to say how do they, how do you reach those memories and start investigating those?
1: Mm hmm. Um, Also, some people may need a little guidance with that. So therapist, counselor, coach, okay, if you need a little assistance with that. But if you're going down that road, usually it would happen with an experience. There are a lot of things that trigger our traumas and things like that. And that's a great place to start. You don't have to start there. But that's a great place to start. If you've had something that has triggered, you know, one of your past traumas or something like that, Get your, you know, get your introspection and reflection on and and actually get a journal out and like write this information out. Everybody is not really going to do it that way, but you definitely can. And I say that if you're like trying to soothe or trying to learn about uh, that person you were during that trauma time to soothe that person, bring to them what, you know, what you feel they would have needed at that time if you can it's all visualization. It's using your imagination and you can really kind of like train your brain to, to do what you know, what you want it to do.
0: Right. So we're sort of (laughs) telling our, the younger selves or whether it was in a short term past, but we're sort of giving ourselves the, the thoughts and the things that we needed in that moment that we maybe didn't have. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And like I said, if you throw some visualizations in there, you can, you can, go there and, you know, hug that former you, you can write things down and, you know, tear them up and burn them. And there's a lot of different things you can try because a lot of different things work for different people. So there's a lot of things. Yeah.
0: And for any, anyone that may be looking, maybe at something more recent rather than something that happened. Mm -hmm. That may, maybe it was a negative image, like we were saying, maybe some trauma that happened when we were younger, but that's one side. And there's other, the other side is maybe a habit that started when we were older. For those people mm-hmm. that are having that sort of issue and situation, how do you think they can get started and they can get the support that they need to help themselves? It's,
1: yeah. I mean, literally it's all the same because it's just, it's a, it's a simple, it's, I mean. I'm saying it's simple, but the tools don't change. So it doesn't matter if it was from years ago or if it was three weeks ago or or whatever. You're still going to take the same steps, you know, introspection, reflection, journaling, any of those things are going to kind of help you. And if you need support to get that as well.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that all does sound wonderful. And what would be your number one advice for anyone that maybe already has started, they've already made the first step they're going to, uh they're reaching out to someone that's supporting them or they maybe are doing this at home through the journaling through action, all of these different tools what would be your number one advice for someone that's already made the first step but needs that last that's in the middle of the process and just needs a little bit more of a push
1: yeah absolutely um just again it's a it's a process so to be patient with yourself to have compassion for yourself be kind and and uh to just love yourself um and so that's what's really important and uh sorry <laughs> but yeah then just to do those things and yeah I mean take your time it,
0: you, you're gonna change if you want to change you definitely will yeah. and yeah uh, so yeah it's a matter of trusting ourselves and going with what our body is telling us and our instincts
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, like I said, it takes time. Don't beat yourself up. If you, you know, you go back to the same habit, that means just needs a little bit more work.
0: Yeah. yeah. Our subconscious sometimes just, it has a strength that is hard to beat, but we can get it if we work through it.
1: Yeah.
0: Definitely.
1: definitely. And, and sometimes it may not even go away totally. Okay. Sometimes you might still have that underlying, like negative self-talk or something like that, but because you understand with your conscious mind that what it is, it won't affect you. You won't let it affect you. You can still keep putting one foot in front of the other. And that's what you do.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for, for coming on here today and sharing this advice. I think that really anybody that wants to understand themselves better or wants to change these small, smaller, big habits that they may have and really wants to learn what's going on inside their mind um, can really yeah. take advice and apply it into every single aspect. So, thank you so much for being on here today and to the listeners. Yeah, see you next time.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much.